In a day of consumerist skepticism, a company that has continually smashed gamers' expectations, Rockstar, has made another game that basically prints out money. I'm of course talking about Red Dead Redemption 2. By all means, the game is fun. Like, insanely fun. It'll make hours disappear in an instant. Aside from being a solid and immersive gaming experience, a huge standout of the game is its story and the depths of themes it explores. Now, I'm going to go into spoiler territory here, so please tune in after you finish the game. You know, save yourself some trouble. Moving along, the story follows Arthur Morgan and his gang of outlaws trying to find a place in an expansive U.S. territory. This land is slowly being claimed by civilization, haunted by the law, cornered by rival gangs, and building internal distrust within the gang. The story plays like a well-crafted western drama, though the true beauty lies in the existential dread Rockstar sends a player through throughout the course of the game. Arthur starts to lose his understanding of the world and it's symbolized by his faith in his mentor, Dutch Vanderlyn, which starts to dwindle as Dutch becomes seemingly more unhinged and sadistic breaking the credo of the gang which he himself had established. In the most unlikeliest of situations, Arthur is forced to create a new worldview. In a seemingly innocuous mission, you are sent by the debt collector of the gang, Leopold Strauss, to shake down a farmer. An altercation ensues, and the farmer spits on Arthur only to be saved by his wife who rushes out and explains that the farmer is ill. The game continues as normal, and savvy players would notice that Arthur begins to cough more and more, till, at a certain mission, walking on the streets of Saint Denis, Arthur collapses. Helped into the doctor's office by a good Samaritan, Arthur is given the grim diagnosis of tuberculosis. Back then in the 19th century, it had an extremely high mortality rate. While the possibility of death was always there for Arthur, he was basically given a death sentence now and has to decide what kind of man he wants to be. Now that choice depends on the player and how they move around in the game and the actions they take accordingly. But it's the, the fact always is left in the player's mind that Arthur is going to die. This poses a question that plagues most conversation about determinism. If he is determined to die, does any of it matter? You see that Arthur is haunted by his actions when if you ever take the optional conversations that happen throughout the game where, where Arthur seemingly wants to at least make good to the people. Now, I'm going to reiterate that I'm going into spoilers for the game, and uh, major spoilers, mind you. Arthur's death is dependent on a binary choice of whether to save John Marston, the protagonist of the first game, or to go after the money that the gang had been earning and face Dutch in a final confrontation. And depending on your honor, the honor system, the morality system of the game, Arthur actually dies unceremoniously shot in the head, or heroically overlooking a sunset. 
The character you spend hours feeding, grooming, getting attached to has died. And you knew it was going to happen before it even did. Hell, even your horse dies before the final confrontation. With Arthur being torn up about the loss as at least as much as I was. During the game's epilogue, you play as John Marston, eight years after Arthur's death. You follow Marston's journey to build a house for his family and a second chance at a life after being an outlaw for so long. Here is the cruel irony of it. For those of you who have finished the first game, the game ends with Marston being betrayed by the government after hunting down the remnants of the old gang for them, and they kill him in cold blood. You watch John become a better husband, a better father, a better friend, and a better man, only to know that after the credits, he's going to die. There is no happily ever after for John or Arthur. We know this for quite a portion of the game. But the question that was left on my mind was, does that matter? You watch these two men go from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows, nevertheless invested, knowing full well that they are going to die. That kind of existential dread hung over me long after finishing the game, but it taught me a profound lesson. We're all going to die. It all comes to an end. This kind of mindset usually leads people down a despaired path of nihilism. But to me, it was kind of a freeing experience. While still destined to end, I can still love, I can still hurt, I can still care, I can still feel. Before then, at least. Like John and Arthur. These aren't lessons that are new to people, and we hear them all the time, but it's very unexpected coming from a game that I thought would be just a cowboy simulator. So... Does it matter? Well, I guess that depends. And for each of us to decide at least. This has been the Pop Cultist Podcast. I have been your host. And before we go, I wanted to leave with an update. I think that I had a I had a bit of a lack of a structure when I began this podcast. And I'm kind of changing in my style from deciding to talk about one whole you know, show or movie or game, you know, zeroing in on themes of that or aspects of it that really stood out to me or that deserve a conversation. Anyway, thank you and good night or good day or whatever it is, wherever you are, whenever you're listening. 